Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how are you, mate? Will yeah. Schofield here, Dan Collins, back chat 2.0. Let's go. What's going on? Um, you know, just been hanging out. It's Friday. So we, we did go a day late today, uh, this week. Um, two days? Two days, yeah. So we usually record on a Wednesday, Arvo. Yep. Yeah, released on a Thursday morning. This yeah. is this should be out Friday night. Yeah, well, I've, been on, I've been on the Pilbara. Yeah. In the Pilbara. In even. the Pilbara, yeah, yeah. So How was that? Yeah, Where? It was, it was quite good. Uh, Port Hedland, Newman. Good. Hot. Gin butter. At uh, Roy Hill. Oh yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was really hot. It's been it's been crazy down here. It was it was great. So yeah, had rays all day. Nice. Been in dongers though. You ever spending time in a, in a donger? Um, no, no, I haven't. Charlie, Char- Charlie's nodding his head up. again. We don't have a microphone <laughs> for Charlie, so you're gonna have to imagine what he's got to say about it. But yeah, I reckon do- he had a ripper time. Do- dongers, they're they're fine. Comfortable bed, bed, comfortable, single bed, TV. You don't need much else. You've got a fridge in there. Yep. But it's mentally quite taxing being by yourself. Yeah. Uh, don't know what it is about it, but it's like it's very different to just a normal hotel room. It's it's smaller and it's you feel like I imagine a lot of fiberglass. You know, they're just mm. molds that they cut through. When I um when I studied in the States in Virginia, mm. I stayed in a room. Probably the size, like I had a pic, I had look at the picture of your donger. Yeah. <laughs> just before. <laughs> it was tiny. Yes. Um, it I can't have been as small as that. I, I'll, I'll, put it as a story. I'll put it as a story on socials. Yeah, good. I, I think I stayed in a room similar size, maybe a tiny bit bigger, but with one other guy. <laughs> and his um his bed was about You're a meter away. <laughs> Almost. Literally, his bed was about a meter away from mine. And um, that was awful. Living, in, living with him for about six, seven months. It was yeah, extreme. Seven months? Yeah. yeah. And I didn't know him. He was yeah. from Monta- uh Where was he from? Nicaragua. Is this the guy that used to go to sleep with the sheet over his head as he was sitting yes. up? Yes, used to sit up, sheet over his head and fall asleep. And I used to wake up in the morning and it looked like there's a ghost <laughs> sitting on the bed next to me. Uh, all right, now it's Friday. Uh, we've got we got, we got got a chance to do a little bit of breaking news. How about that? Dun, yeah. dun, 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 I don't know. How, dun, 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 that dun, sounds dun. like the Superman theme. Yeah, it does a bit. Uh, Alistair Clarkson yeah. has come out today mm. and has said he will no longer be clo- coaching the Hawthorne Hawks. Good. Um it's an interesting one because I spoke about Sam Mitchell as a very good head coaching candidate. Yeah. Um, you, I think you said something like he was the only reason why oh. you won a premiership. Wasn't that what it was? Oh, yeah. And, and the best ever coach to ever coach in the game. Yeah, and you've so, hated every other coach. Yeah. Yep. Right. So I came out and said, without him, we would not have won the 2018 flag. That's yep. not saying without everything else that happened, we wouldn't have won. But what he was able to do with our midfield, his coaching, um, his adaptability, his education, he's a very good coach. Yeah, great. Right, and I said he was the best coach I'd played under. I, d- I wasn't trying to offend anyone. A- anyway, yeah, he's taking over from from that comment. He's taking over from Alistair. Cl- no, no, I didn't cause that. <laughs> that was post. That was post him getting the job. But Alistair Clarkson will go down as potentially the greatest ever AFL coach. Maybe yeah, coached a lot there. of games, four premierships, turned a team from the bottom to the very top, and stayed at the top. He's taking over from him, and they they they've. When it happened, they're muted that we're going to do a 16-month handover. 
Yep. Uh, That's a long time. There was some murmurings that that wouldn't quite work. There's a lot of people that came out and said it would work, including Alistair Clarkson. Yep. So it was a bit of media watch. Last week, Alistair Clarkson held a press conference and said, right, everyone shut up. I'll be honouring my contract. I'll be handing over over the next 12 months. Yep. End of story. Caroline Wilson, who's been a friend of the podcast. Yeah, big fan of Caro. <laughs> Caro's arrow. Well, she shot one in the direction of Clarkson and said he's lying. He's going to leave. Yeah. And everyone teed off. Like, yeah, okay. We're not happy with the comments on socials. Yeah, right. Um, past players, Ben Dixon, I saw him like almost in tears defending Alistair Clarkson's integrity. And how dare... How dare you? Caroline Wilson challenged that. And yeah. look, I will be the first to say I do not want to... This isn't a Caroline Wilson love fest on this podcast. Mm. Right? I don't love a lot of the things that go, go on there. But she absolutely nailed it and yep. she'll be laughing her way all to the top because Alistair Clarkson be today yeah. has said, I'm done. Yeah. How smug. It'd be good. <laughs> the smug. Let her. Let her have a time. Well, you got to. Yeah, of course. If you're going to harass her when she's wrong, you got to give her props you got to be fair. Right. you yeah, got to be course. fair, right? If you're going to run a media watch, you got to pull people up when they get it wrong, but you also got to give credit. Tommy yep. Morris was a, it was a receivership of that. Yep. He, he stuffed up in 2018. Yeah. Badly. Yeah. Poorly. Now I think he's my best yeah, mate. I, I've never met, but I think he's my best mate. I actually, <laughs> I enjoy I enjoy his work now. Whereas yeah. before that, I thought, you, you smug. You muppet. You smug little man. Yeah, yeah. But I've enjoyed his work. So yeah, anyway, Sam Mitchell, he'll be coaching the Hawthorne Hawks. Clarkson gone. I'd be very surprised if Clarkson doesn't coach another football team. Very surprised. Maybe not next year. I don't know, maybe. Mm. Uh, Collingwood Footy Club came out and said that they won't be approaching him for a Coaching job that happened about three days ago. Why wouldn't you? Clarkson's now done. I wonder if they're going to reverse. I'd that. be calling him straight away. Would you? Yeah. Very good coach. Very good. Um, I've so never picked up his dog poo, but I reckon he'd be a great <laughs> guy. <laughs> well, Adam Simpson's out of the Clarkson school of hard knocks, and Mitchell will be as well. Yeah, correct. Well, he's copped them both. He's yeah. the Simpson and Clarkson. He's the dual threat. Yeah, the dual wield. And where did? Didn't Clarkson stem from some? Isn't is he the top of the know, chain? I don't know what the tree is, but like from Clarkson is there's, average. There's a heap of them. Yeah, yeah. Simpson. Uh, there's lots more, and people will be listening to me going, "You idiot! How do you yeah. not know the rest of them?" But I know there's a lot. Hardwick. Yeah, he's a pretty good coach. He's won a few premierships. Didn't this sort of happen with Collingwood right before Bucks took over? Who was coach again? Um, Malthouse. Malthouse. And didn't they say we're going to do this smooth transition? Yeah. And then that. That doesn't, didn't work. Doesn't right? work. No, it actually worked with Essendon. Uh, it, it, to an, people will say it didn't work. So worst fault. Yeah, was coaching Essendon and Ben Rutten, coach in waiting. They did a twelve month handover where Worstfold was the coach inverted commas. Rutten was coach in waiting, and they they saw it through. Hmm. People said it didn't work at the time because Essendon weren't winning games, but maybe it worked. Yeah, uh, I don't know, but I think it's the right move. I think I think what's happened just to wrap it up. Yep. Sam Mitchell has gone to Hawks and said, Collingwood's given me the job. I have the Collingwood coaching job. Right. If you do not give me the Hawthorne coaching job, I'm gone immediately. You reckon? Well, why would they get – Clarkson hasn't just suddenly lost the ability to coach. So you don't just go and give a job to Sam Mitchell. True. Yeah, okay. To the, from the greatest coach without some sort of – something or, hanging. So there had to be – Or maybe be. Collingwood went to Alistair Clarkson and said, you've got the gig. And he thought, you know what? Now's a good time. I'm just, I'm out then. But they wouldn't. They, nah, that doesn't work. I, I appreciate that, but that doesn't work because then Sam Mitchell's like, well, you know, it doesn't have to go to Sam Mitchell. Sam Mitchell's, you reckon? A right. Smart man. That's Let's what, ask him. Look, that's what I think. Give him a call right now. Yeah. Nah, we don't have time. You know what else is happening this week? What's that? You do know. Uh, this isn't going to be a surprise. You know what's happening this week? Well, yeah, a lot of things are happening. <laughs> but what are you infer- uh, What are you talking about? Three hundredth. Oh, the three hundredth. Yes, I did like um, so three hundred games for Shannon Hearn. That's right. Very clever little um, play on the words. Hundred, hundred from the West Coast Eels. Um, you've played with him for how many of those games? Hundred and ninety-four. Oh, that would have been a good stat to Charlie to bring to the table. Actually, yeah, come on, Charlie. I've played one hundred ninety-four games. Yeah, not not all with Shannon Hearn. A majority would have. He's been. been yeah, you're right. He's probably one hundred fifty. Well, he's been. Yeah, yeah. If you can find that out before the end of the show, Charlie, I know you've got a lot to do over there. If you find that out. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, I'll get you. I'll get your power raid. You can have a microphone next week. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah probably 150. I mean, he's played a lot. Uh, he's been available. Um, hasn't copped a lot of injuries. Yeah. Um, 
because and, if and, it, and not dropped not dropped yeah. a lot like that. Either. So he started a year before you, but how yes. many games did he play in two thousand six? Uh, Would have been he many. Played a few. He, deb- he debuted in two thousand and six. Um, yeah, maybe a couple. So he. Um, this isn't a, <laughs> this isn't harassing you, but because so he is only a year ahead of you, but he's played almost a hundred more games. So he's just he doesn't get injured. Yeah, or dropped. Yeah, he's just solid. He broke his leg one year. Um, I've just sort of been reflecting a little bit on his career. He broke his leg one year. I remember that, and he missed the back end of a year, but he was straight back. He he's he's built like look. Let's be honest. He's built like a brick shit house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got Cordy's like Cordy's like big temple pillars. He, yep. he, he's a man, and he's been a man. I about last week. He's been a man since he was. Fifteen years old. Yeah, he was playing Angerston in the in the sample or in the in the amateur, and he was playing adults at fifteen. Yeah, and I've seen pictures come out this week, and it <laughs> literally looks like he's the coach sitting in the middle of the boys. <laughs> uh, and you know, he's been a, a man for a long time, and you're right, so he hasn't got a lot of injuries, but he, he's also been a consistent performer. Like you don't play three hundred games without yeah, just on the back of yeah, not being injured. Some yeah, yeah. people, I think, some people externally would look at Shannon and think he's been a bit unremarkable. And that would be, um, you know, I, I saw I saw a thing for David Mundy's three fiftieth where in his two fiftieth game on the banner it said David Mundy, thanks for two hundred and fifty solid games <laughs> for the Fred Football Club. Yeah, right. And I think people probably look the same way as Shannon Hearn as David Mundy, and they're probably quite similar characters. No fuss. Yep. Get about their business. They've got the same one wood. They're elite kicks of the footy. Shannon Hearn probably a bit more depth than David Mundy, but both oh, with those quads, incredible accurate accurate kicks. Yeah, and people forget about that sometimes. Uh, earlier in Shannon Hearn's career, there used to be a lot of talk about getting him into the midfield because of his kicking ability. Yep. But he's always played back. He's never. <laughs> he and hasn't played anywhere people else. People in the back don't. They don't rack up thirty disposals a game. No, but so some some yeah. guys will start back and potentially go through the midfield. Um, sometimes you know, like like Liam Duggan sort of done that transition this year yep. for West Coast. But Shannon Hearn always been a backman, and he's and he plays and his character, his personality is like that as well. He's a no he's fuss, solid. gets about it. Yep. Farmer from the Barossa. That's how he plays his footy. Yep. Um, I had a few memories from. Shannon so like he was one of my favorite teammates to play footy with he used to love his favorite part of the game was after every game we used to sit down as backs and the mids would be off the mids would be off looking at their phones checking how many Instagram stories have been (laughs) tagged in forwards would be checking their phones for the text messages and all the sponsorships coming in the backs would sit in a group and talk about funny shit that happened in the game and (laughs) and like so I was just thinking about what what I love about Bunga I used, used to love the time after ga- it was straight after the game, so the coaches would speak to you, yeah, and then we'd get together as a back seven. You'd have one on the bench and just talk about funny shit. And there'd be there, there's funny shit that happens every game. That love to be able to give more insight when you're playing the game because they're just really personal stories. That, you know, yep. little little stuff the opponent might say or little actions that might happen. Someone drop the guts. Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> like like fu- funny stuff that like trip over or get really angry at something or the umpire says something and you yep. fire it back at them. And it would be like a 10, 15 minute period after every game, win or loss, where you'd be able to sit around and have, have <laughs> like a, laugh. A, a good laugh. What and he was the leader of that. He loved it. That's so good. Loved or loves it. As not, you're not um, past tense. When you're in the back line, obviously you are pretty close to crowd. Mm. You know, if you're in the mid, you're running a lot, mm. hearing a lot of the, the games, of the um, the sounds of the game. When you're in the back and maybe it's a bit more quiet, are you hearing, like, what are some of the good call outs you've heard from oh. the crowd? Oh, mate, like, uh, Shannon and I are both follically challenged, uh, <laughs> <laughs> both ball bastards, and that's been a, like, a great sense of enjoyment for us because we right. we couldn't give two shits. But it's, yep. it seems to be the go-to sledge both by players and yeah, the crowd, good. which is hilarious. Really, by players too. Oh yeah, mate. Like yeah, oh. have a bit of add a bit of smarts to it. I'm yeah, bald. Yeah. yeah, good, good. That's yeah. genetics. Yeah. What's your excuse? <laughs> Why such a shit bloke? I guess as well because you'd always be watching the ball. So the crowd seen the back of your head. Yeah, like I had one. I had one. I thought I'd spoke about it. The solar panels. No, I haven't heard this. <laughs> back chat listeners of old loyal back chat back chat listeners would know all about this. Yeah, in good. Tasmania one week, right? And <laughs> in Tassie, and I, I walk down to the goal square. I'm playing on Ben Brown, my bunny that we've spoken about before. Yeah. King out in the goal square and. From the first before the first bounce, I just hey Schofield, and I was like, oh. <laughs> and Tassie Tassie is a quiet like quiet grounds, right? yeah, right. Um, and Schofield, you're bald as batshit, mate. And just <laughs> there's these three blokes going at me from yeah, from good. the first bounce. 
whole way through the first quarter. Any anything I did wrong, yeah, yeah. the Bronx cheers had come out. Ben Brown kick a goal didn't yeah. happen because he's my bunny, but <laughs> to say he took a mark, yeah, oh, Brownie a legend. And it was just on me, on me, on me. I think I was there. I think that was me. <laughs> Second quarter, yeah. so I swapped ends now. Right, I think, oh, I think that oh, it was actually it wasn't getting to me. But I was like, oh, yeah, it's boys are getting into it a bit. Yeah, yeah. Second quarter. Hey, Scope. I was like, no. no they, they, it was such a small ground. It's almost like- <laughs> They walked they, around. Oh, yeah. That's good. And so they're down there for the second quarter. At me, at me, at me. Anyway, half time. And I, <laughs> I reckon I mentioned it to Shannon Hearn. So you hear this bloke absolutely <laughs> going me. It was became funny. I was laughing and I was actually giving him a bit of thumbs up. Yeah. Maybe the little little cheeky bird, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, third quarter. No, that happened. Yes, that happened. <laughs> Hey, Schofield. Hey, Schofield. And this was one of the best calls out. Hey, Schofield, I'm going to start calling you solar panels, mate. <laughs> solar panels? What are you talking about? Mate, those solar panels on your forehead, they could power the whole of Tasmania. Look at the <laughs> solar panels, you bold bastard. Hey, solar panels for the whole second half. Solar oh, panels. Dear. Solar panels, solar panels. Get off the bus. Sorry, get off the ground. We won. Uh, we lost. Got onto socials once I got on the bus after I'd done my debrief. Yep. Instagram. Hey, solar panels. Oh, he'd, gosh. He'd followed me off the ground <laughs> onto social media. That's good. And uh, I still in, I still stay in contact with that bloke <laughs> to this day. He said, he said, you took it very well. That's I'll good. I'll tell you when about it. And he was a good bloke. Yeah, good. Um, so, yeah, that was that was my that was my best, solar panels, and I copped that for a long time. Now, Shannon Hearn, um, a couple of little more reflections on his 300th. Mm. Uh, his press conference for being – being, Announced as captain of the footy club in 2014. Mm. So we took over from Darren Glass. And they hold a, had a press conference and we all went up there. This was before COVID where you could actually be in a room with, uh, with other people and <laughs> not have a mask on. And we're all standing there and he was getting peppered by the media pretty much. Um, you know, how are going to go about it? 2014 would have been not that long. You, you guys bottomed out. What? Didn't you? We lost. We won the wooden spoon 2010. All right, yeah, so you're, you're well and truly over that. Yep. 12, 13, 14 were kind of yep. up and down years. Darren Glass retired halfway through 14, um, but Shannon Hearn was captain. Yep. And uh, we, went, we went on to make the grand final 2015. But in 2014, when Shannon was announced as captain, one journalist asked him, what sort of captain do you want to be remembered? At the end of, once he times up as captain, yep. and he paused for about one second, and he was like, a premiership one. And everyone, including the journalists, everyone laughed. Right. Not the players, but journalists laughed, thought he was joking. And he just sat there silent. Why would that be a funny joke? Well, I, I just, I think they wanted, you know, a, a hard, a hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they, they, they weren't expecting it. And yeah. he was like, premiership one. Yeah, at the end of my career, I want to be remembered as a premiership captain. Yeah. And you know what he did? Premiership captain. There you go. No longer no longer the captain of the side. I think he's probably playing better footy um, probably this year than he did last year. Um, and sorry, the year before, Luke Shuey was captain in 2020, of course. 2019, I think he's playing his best footy right now. So taking a little bit off mentally, he's able to just go and play. Yep. Prepares well. Um, you know, grand final premiership captain. He's He'll go down as one of the best I've ever played with in terms of enjoyment and love of the game. I played a lot of my footy with him and mm. he's done bloody well. First yeah. West Coast Eagle to play 300 games. Yeah, you go. How, mu- how many more years do you reckon does he, he should play next year, 100%. Yeah. Um, no matter what happens this year with West Coast, they make finals, miss finals, he should play again. Yeah. As David Mund- David Mundy signed on. Yeah. He's 37 years old. Yeah. Shannon, Shannon's got four more years in him. Those quads. As long as he keeps performing, he's good to go. Yep. So the other thing that's happening this week is the Olympics. Have yeah. you been watching? Oh, mate. I was in a donger by myself. You have a TV no one else around. I had a TV in there, mate. Yeah, good. The only thing is, like, there's only seven, mate, and Channel 7. Like, uh, no yeah. HD? Well, there's HD, but, like, the app has oh, all, yeah, all 20 sports going. Yeah, You yeah. obviously haven't been watching the Olympics, so by that response. Oh, yeah, of course. No, have you been watching I, Olympics? I have been watching. Didn't yeah. you have an opening ceremony party last week? Um, I did have an opening ceremony party, yes. That's right. Did, yeah. you, did you dress up in, in like, favorite, your favourite nation? Favourite nation. No, um... I didn't. I, I had a lot of big plans for it. It ended up just being, you know, beers and. Are you a big fan of the Olympics? I know this is. Like, I know. Look, I. Yes or no, mate? Yeah, I'd say yes right now. Yes? Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a big fan. I'm enjoying it this well, year. Well, if you had to dress up as your favourite nation, like, who would you. Would you Australia? Yeah, Greece. Oh, Greece, okay. Yeah. 
Now, this is from Rebecca on email, right? And I always say that we'll read out anything that comes on an email. Yep. This is from Rebecca. Let's just call her Rebecca. Okay. <laughs> Boys, yep. big fan of the pod. Thank you. Also a huge fan of the Olympics. Good. Who doesn't want to watch the best of the best battle it out? Good question, Rebecca. It has been my displeasure listening to Dan disrespect the Olympics over the course of the last year <laughs> since my beloved games were postponed. Yep. We've only been doing this podcast for... 11 weeks now. Okay. Calling the games irrelevant and outdated. Again, on the pod recently, Dan threw shade on the Olympics. Since then, Dan organised an opening ceremony watch um, party at our house. As a fan of the Olympics, I'm thrilled... So I didn't want to bring it to your attention and rustle feathers until this convo- in, until we had this conversation. Dan, yep. uh, this feels like it's potentially not just a fan. Dan, do you have a colour printer at work? Yeah, I said that. Yep. Beck or Rebecca? Yes, what for? Dan, I want to print out a bunch of international flags <laughs> for the opening ceremony <laughs> of the Games. Pick a lane, Dan. Yes, pun intended. Am I taking offence to this too seriously? Probably. As an alleged member of the media, does Dan deserve a media whack? I'll leave that up to you and the people of the pod. So, I mean, full disclosure, Rebecca is your partner. Yes. Right? <laughs> so we, we've got an inside word there. All right. You've just said, before I've asked about that, you didn't know I was going to read that out. <laughs> so I hear a bit sheepish right now. You said you're a big fan of the Olympics. No, and okay. then you've said it's irrelevant and outdated. In the past. And then, you've, and then you're printing out... <laughs> <laughs> you're, pr- you're printing out coloured flags and you're dressing up in your favourite nation, yeah. Greece. Okay. Do I have a re- response now? Can if you like. So, yes. In the past, I have said Olympics are done to me. They're not, not enjoyable. I don't get excited about them. Jeez, that's disappointing. They're not relevant. It's so disappointing. The shine has worn off. I don't think people care as much anymore. People aren't watching live TV as much anymore. There's, you know, you're not getting hyped by all the ads. Um, People aren't watching live TV as much anymore. The whole mm. of the country is in lockdown and no one has watched more this live is, TV this than is my Australia in the last 18 months. But yes, is, please continue. Yes, but this is my thinking previous Jeez, to a, right you're now. You're in a <laughs> government <laughs> bubble right now. Mate. No. So, please continue. So what's my thoughts? Yes, gone are the days where I'm, I'm hyped to watch Ian Thorpe swim because <laughs> I don't know any of the athletes now. You can listen to him commentate. He's been, He's been incredible. Okay. That's been probably the best part of the games, listen to Ian Thorpe talk about swimming. Okay. So, yes, in the past I have said the Olympics are done to me. Like I, don't, I just don't get excited about it. So what? I, think, I just don't think people are into it anymore. Um, and, yes, I have sort of turned a little bit in that now I am enjoying it. And I did want to – host a party at my house for the Olympic opening ceremony, which goes against a lot of what I said. And geez, that was bad, wasn't it? But that Olympic ceremony. it was a bit boring, especially when you miss the actual ceremony and you only watch the teams walking in. But for me, it was just an excuse to have a beer with some friends, right. get together, and yeah, we'll watch countries come and walk through the doors. So yeah, you're happy to sledge the Olympics when it's not on, and now it's on, and you're enjoying it, now yeah. you're a fan. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched Jess Fox win her first gold medal in her career. She's been a world champion in... C1 and K1, canoe and kayak, yep. and she's never won gold. She cooks it every time, and she cooked it in the she kayak. She had bronze and silver, she didn't she? cooked it in the kayak, right? Yep. She, came, she was winning. She hit the last, last not hurdle, gate with her ponytail, took her from first to third mm-hmm. in the kayak, missed it again. Her dad's the commentator. Yep. She's gone down in a canoe and you've only got one paddle, yep. and she's won it, right? She's done it. And yep. I was almost crying. I had shivers. I was mm-hmm. listening to her dad talk about her, about it, about the burden on her as a as a person, as an athlete, and what a good person she was. You can't tell me watching that after twelve years of trying, after three Olympics, after getting that goal that she's been aspiring. You feel like you you just you feel the the Olympic spirit. Yeah, yeah it was you, good. Oh. No, I enjoyed it. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> what do you want? Me, what like I wasn't. I love the Olympics. That's what I want. I wouldn't say I love the Olympics, but yes, I'm enjoying it. You know what All I right. love? Maybe some emotion. That'd be great. All right. All right. Email time. Um, social media will be coming up. I know we're all waiting for that. Jeez, it's a good segment. Now, emails. It's become a bigger part of the show. Week week after week, we're getting more emails, yeah. Dan. The rule is, if you send it, we will read it. What's our email again? Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Do you know what? Quiz me on anything else that we have. Our website. I've checked it today. Wasn't up. It's, it's done. I just haven't. Haven't pushed it. You just got to click. 
the light switch. I actually on. need to pay for it. So we'll <laughs> talk to you about it after this show. Okay. It's around about six dollars a month. I'm not sure if we can afford that. Yeah. Maybe there'll be a sponsor who want to get on board and sponsor the website. Maybe that maybe yeah. if you if you're listening yeah. and you're and you're you know, you run a company, you want a business, you want you want the full platform of backchat at your beck and call. Yep. Get in touch. Hello at backchatpodcast.com today. You can sponsor the launch of the website. Yeah. For as little as six dollars a month. There you go. That's <laughs> you can sponsor a child. And you're also Instagram's hello. Um, it's not. <laughs> what is it? It's backchat underscore podcast. Yes. Uh, Twitter's backchat underscore pod. Yes. And more importantly, Reddit. Mm. Uh, uh, R slash backchat podcast. Wowie. Got it through. Let's read some emails. If yep. you send it, we will read it. Uh, we should have that as a slogan. We really should. Yeah. It, well, there you go. There it is. <laughs> Sponsored by um, uh, Ozpost. If you send it, we will read it. <laughs> Thank you, Ozpost. Ozpost. Okay. All right. You, do you want to read the? That'd be ironic. The top there? It'd be ironic because they they're, they're physical delivers of yeah. mail. All right. This is from Paul Delello. What's their email? Oh, no, we shouldn't give out people's email addresses no, on this. No, we should not. Uh, hey guys, thanks for the podcast and all your hard work that I get to enjoy for free. That's, that's true. Actually, that's actually appreciate you do, yeah. Paul. Yeah, you do. No uh, wondering if either you, including Dan, being the star that he is, thank you, Paul, uh, have played the "Don't Know Who I Am" card before, and if so, when? Thanks, fellas, Paul. Oh, look, I'd be way more interested to hear if you have or not, because it comes a little bit of not to, <laughs> no don't don't know don't know who I am. But if you're with a Nick Nananui or a Shannon Hearn or a Big Dog, you're sort of just like, yeah, I'm kind of with him. I'm with him. Yeah, with, I'm him. with him. Okay. Have you ever done it? Um. I, no, I don't. Not even so. in your basketball, you, you know, just your star basketball days or your cricketing days back in the twelves. Probably um, in under twelves, uh, <laughs> Short Hill Cricket Club. I think um, I probably went to to grab a sausage sizzle one day, and the lady was like, "Oh, that's two dollars fifty, thanks." And I think I had my trophy in my hand. I was like, "Who, was your, who was your doppelganger from last week?" Uh turtle from turtle from entourage. Oh, you yeah. could do that. You could jump the line. Get into the club. I'm turtle. No one's no one's watched Entourage, so they wouldn't know who I'm talking about. No. All right. So you're. When have you done it? Don't know who. I, what's the question? No, no. Don't you know who I am? No. No, I'm done. I just do it when I'm with the big dogs. Yeah. No. No one knows who I am. Don't. I got no no good story there. Okay. Yep. All right. Next one. Hey fellas, I know you enjoy a well spaced email, so I so I hope the below fits your preferred criteria. Loving the pod, just wanted to follow up on a few things. Wow, well, we, this is, <clears throat> all right. Here we go. This is, this is a big one. Three part, three part. Discussion A, incorrect quote, as this one's called. In episode eight, you misquoted Uncle Ben quote from Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. Sorry, that's been bugging me for a while. No need to discuss. I just need to get that off my chest. Right. I will say this. I have been thinking about this exact moment for the last few weeks because I referred to Ben as um, his grandfather, but I... No, it's his uncle Ben, not his grandfather. And so is that the problem with that quote? You said no. I think we said with great I didn't, responsibility I didn't say comes. Yeah, you you oh. finished it. I think I started. You finished it. So we both got right, that. So wrong. we don't need to discuss this, even though even though Paul, you said discussion part A. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, discussion part B. Club song. I love Birds of Tokyo, but agree not a great reimagine of the song. My Correct. questions are: If someone was to record this version, who would you like to see have a go? If the song was to be rewritten, lyrics and all. Who do you think might be able to do it justice? And Will was just singing, uh, was was singing the post. Oh, here we go. Will was singing the post. Oh, I can't read. This is written well. It's written well. I just can't read. read. Will was singing the post win something you and the team enjoyed. No, no, no. You stopped off again. No, read it again. Read it again. Will was singing the post. No, you keep. (laughs) What's happening right now? Okay. Concentrate. Okay. It's one sentence. Will, comma, was singing. The song post win something you and the team enjoyed, or is it purely for the media? Pause to discuss three points. Thank you, Paul. That is written in the yeah, email. Perfect. Thank you, Paul. Point one: uh, Who would do a good version of it? It's got to be Rocky. Yeah. It, it has to be like you know, and I think Eskimo Joe's a bit freeo-y and a bit yeah old, but it's got to be that sort of vibe. Okay. It, it's got to. I mean, Birds of Tokyo. You, you would think, think they would get it? Yeah. That that's actually where to go. Maybe Carnival, maybe Carnival would do a better job. A little bit, a <laughs> little bit too heavy. If you want to have a listen to Carnival, it's with a K and the vool is V double O L. Have a listen to that. See if yeah. they do a good job. The West Coast Eagles. The joke was obviously it's the same lead singer. Oh, missed that. <laughs> Sorry. Please let me. Uh, <laughs> let's see if I can pick that joke up on the ground. <laughs> and I pass my brain. You heard what I had to say about the, the, the song. 
I don't think it's even for the fans. Is it for the fans? Yeah, it might be. People love it. Yeah, yeah I, I've loved it. Loved it. The fan. No, it it was it was always a bit of a laugh for me. Yeah, I'm sorry if that offends anyone. Oh, that's okay. Discussion C. Jeez, you've taken your liberties here, Paul. But we appreciate it. not Paul. Grand final playoffs. Yeah, Paul. Mm. Uh, no, Paul was the first one. Sorry, this one is from. Um, oh, Paul. Paul. Oh. Okay. Um, I don't think it's Paul, but I'm going to I'm going to power on. Your chat about the finals becoming a playoff style game got me thinking. My solution would be two teams. Who make it to the grand final as normal? Game one is played at the home grounds of whomever finished the highest on the ladder. Mm. Uh, second, game two would then... Sorry, this is from Luke. Game two is then played at the lower team's home ground and then game three at the MCG. So if this means all three games are played at the G, so be it. But at least both teams get a crack with the home team advantage. And this also keeps the incentive to get higher on the ladder for all eight teams and also keeps the old boys happy with the final game of the year being... I actually like that. So game one... Yep. You play at the number one highest. highest home ground, game two. Lower team. And then if it's necessary, that's... You go to the G. You go to the G. See, that's probably where it's a problem for me, is that if there is no game three, then the G misses out and they won't be happy. But if you know you'd, you know, at least yeah. both both grounds get one game. Yeah. That's good though. Uh, again, loving the pod. Congrats on 10 apps so far. Cheers, Thanks. Luke J. Thanks, Luke, Luke. Luke. Sorry we called you Paul. Yeah, about 10 times. <laughs> Um, that was probably the way the email was written. You took so long, Luke, but we love it. Uh, yep. I think it's actually a good idea. We, we could actually be onto something. You could be onto something. I asked you about it and it was your idea. Yeah, best of three. Th- best of three grand final series. Yeah. I think we should give it a crack. I, I love it, Luke. Should Very we call good. Gil? Do you have Gil's number on your phone? Um, he wrote me a letter when I played uh, 200 Club. Yeah, right. And when I say right, it was typed up. Hello, and your like, name here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, play, play thanks at, Gil. Yeah. And like, Thanks. yeah, all the best. And then like a, a slapped a on faxed <laughs> signature. Thanks, Gil. Uh, this is from Graham Crew. Hi, team. Loving the content on 2.0. Scoey, we can clearly see who was holding you back now. Yes. The only debate is who was a bigger drag on your obvious talent. Was it Butsy or Thumper? Oh, no, nah, I don't like sledging people I used to work with. Yep. Admission straight up. I'm a West Coast fan. Mm. How they play definitely sets the mood for my next few days. Mm. Uh, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when the win... Uh, but don't play well, I still feel agitated. This is completely rational, I'm aware. Questions for Scully's email still going. Did you consider continuing your football with the Waffle Eagles team to help nurture the young ones? Um, what was the key driver playing for Peel? Was it close to home? Relationships were definitely not close to home. Um, and relationships from the host club days or the almighty dollar? I'll save a couple more questions for next week. Kind regards, kind regards. I said that as a South African person. Kind regards, underscore, underscore, listening, underscore, in, underscore, London. So Graham's all the way from London. Yeah, we love that, Graham. Thanks for writing in. Now, to go to the questions about the waffle, uh, was I going to play for the Waffle Eagles? Uh, I probably thought just a fresh look at – I've been, been in the West Coast system for 15 years. Having a fresh look at a footy team was probably the way I wanted to go. So – um, had a few very, very preliminary discussions, but was pretty keen to just flip, flip a new page. It wasn't get out, but it just needed, needed to look at things yeah, differently freshly. sometimes, right? If you did jump in Waffle Eagles team, mm. is there a chance that you could have been brought into the squad? No. Even that's, though it, that's the other thing. I think it's pretty difficult for the guys that are top-up players, which effectively I would have been. You don't train with the AFL. Yeah. You, don't, you, you do a little bit, but really you've, you've got to generate your own training um, as a smaller group. Something like a smaller pod, yep. and it's not, in my opinion, particularly, you know, like a real footy club. Which I sort of looked at, you know, to, to go into the next week. What was the key driver playing for Peel? I, I got drafted to Peel when I got drafted over here. Yep. Played almost forty games, and I, I did feel a little bit of like of an obligation to go back there, even though they hadn't given me my chance or anything. But they'd always been a very good footy club to me. Wasn't the almighty dollar? No, it wasn't. I had a couple of teams that probably would have paid more, but. I, re- I really just wanted to go down there and then it probably didn't dawn on me properly that it was Frio's. It, the Frio feeder club thing didn't really come into things for me until I was down there. And what's happened this week is they've Fremantle have pulled all of their players into a pod um, and they're, they're completely isolated. So all of the local Peel guys are playing ones this week. So there's no mm. Frio players playing for Peel, which right. is, which is will we'll define the true footy club. My impressions of Peel, they're, they're, they're a great footy club. They, they they are team, they are proper team. Yeah, and they're not just a, is they're not just a Fremantle B this squad. Is, this is well, 
I don't have much experience with playing with heaps of different teams. I played with East Perth um, for a bit. I played with the West Coast Waffle, obviously, and I've played at West Coast AFL and my junior teams. But Peel, this is meant as no disrespect to West Coast. Peel is actually probably a, um, in what I see as a footy team, potentially hmm. better. Right. As a team. It, once you step up to the, like, the top level, it takes away the f- some of the footy elements of just being a team and the love of footy. It's, it's a lot more pressure and a lot more... It's a business. Yeah. So that yep. was one, my impression out of it. There you go. Should we go to the next one? Yeah. From Matt Harris. Scoey, with the greatest respect to TB, Harry Edwards, Bunger, Shep, etc., when I watch tall forwards taking contested marks against West Coast, I find myself thinking, Scoey would have spoiled that. Do you have the same feeling, Matt? Yeah, it's from Cut Matt back. Cutback. Uh, yeah, I actually do a little bit. Wait, Sometimes I, I do too. <laughs> when, when it's I'm only natural it. when you've done something for a long time to yeah. think that you can still do it better than other people. Yeah. But the rea- that, that's how I feel. The reality is I probably couldn't. So it's just a feeling. Uh, Matt, it's just a feeling for you. If anyone else is feeling the same, it's not actual reality. What, what I was it? able to do in one game against Dugowie, I, I was quite consistent over my career, but I was done. Yep. Yeah, don't. I wouldn't be comparing those boys. You know, I would keep the respect for Harry Edwards, TB Bunger and shit. What about when you see someone, when you've been watching the game on the TV and you see someone on your team miss a goal? Nah, I actually find myself watching footy now and I have I have very little critique mm. for, uh, I have less critique than probably a, a normal fan would have. I have more critique for umpiring decisions yeah. and coaches, more critique for that and less for players. It's too, right. too hard. You reckon you can see when coaches make changes yeah. in the play? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's literally the only thing I've been doing for 15 years. I would hope I can I know a bit about the game. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. All right, Philip White, Philip White Tiling, also an Instagram guy, has sent us an email. He has. And, Philip, I just wanted to let you know we did start to read it and we're not going to touch it. And I know that you said that you, you would be okay with it. Yep. I just wanted you to know we did get it. Thanks, he, Phil. He did ask, will you do an AFL fi- uh, meme review for a laugh? I didn't know what that was, but it sounds like a bloody What's good time. What's an AFL meme review? Yeah, let us know, yeah, Phil. Um, he said, with this email, he did say, he had a few rums, but I think it's all correct. Good luck, Dan. You did. You, I, I read through it and it actually We love the rum perfectly. emails. Very good. Yep. Uh, from Dylan Strickland, this. Uh, so he actually sent a link to the, st- the story that the West wrote about Adam Simpson's comments towards the private schoolboy thing. Yes. Um, saying that um, at, in these COVID times, yes. it's just a safer bet now to draft one of these private school kids. Yeah. He then um, emailed us again, uh, Dylan, and said, scratch that. Um, I listened to the interview and as per usual, it wasn't said with any malice, but the West have written it to form one view Hi, Scoey. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the schoolboy thing? Well, it was an interesting one because Simo came out in an interview. It could have been uh, on radio. I don't know. I think it was SEN. Yeah, it could have been SEN. And he was asked about uh, recruiting players, but he was also asked about the, the footy salary cap within the footy department, which I've spoken about on this podcast. It was it has been completely slashed. Yep. Th- three and a half million dollars um, at the footy club. And that's what he was asked about. And his response, without quoting it, was around it's a lot harder to go and draft someone that needs a lot more work because they don't have the resources at the footy club to, to support it. Yes. When you go and draft a Jeremy McGovern, right, we heard stories from him last week about rocking up to the footy club fat and they sent him away to Claremont and then he was pretty much assigned one of the coaches. Martin Nikoski rode to training with Gov every day for three months. Right? That's Nico was doing that. And that just wouldn't happen. They don't have the resources. Yep. Simo then went on to say stuff about we're gonna, you know, we don't only be able to recruit um, effectively private school kids with mums, mum and dad still together and no problems off the field. Yep. I think it was taken it was that's in context, but the actual importance of that quote was was the, the importance was a bit talking about the footy club and, and footy clubs all around the AFL losing uh, resources and yep. losing coaches and the ability to be able to bring guys up from, you know, poorer back backgrounds like i don't think there was any malice in it no one cmo he would have been he would have been disappointed by the way it was covered and felt pretty sick about it because cmo uh to speak about cmo he he, he cares about his players mm-hmm. and he and to be honest he, he loves helping them and and helping guys succeed and he's done it in the past so it's not like he was re- representing west coast because they, just, they don't draft people that don't have any issues. Like some of West Coast's greatest players have come off the rookie list. 
Matt Prudis, Dean Cox, to name a couple. It's what West Coast do. And yeah. Simo's a part of that family now. So he had to come out and defend it. I don't know. What did you think? Um, I've always thought that kids from rich families uh, somehow end up on – like what. I'd say that that's probably a thing. Yeah, 100%. Kids from rich families are like always in uh, good swimmers. And I'm, I'm generalizing here. Obviously, there are those stories where. So, this is what happened to Simo. You, I've generalized, but you've already said, right? Yeah, my, my point of view yeah. is that it seems like kids from like Hale and stuff end up on footy teams. Right. Okay. So, the so West, the West, if you were Simo, would take that without you saying. Look, that's not, I'm just generalizing. Yeah, they, yeah. They take the, I'm just generalizing. Well, out then, and that's the quote. So why why does it seem like more affluent families are able to get kids in? Is it because they can get kids into better programs, or they have? It's probably just they're in front of recruiters. To be I just being honest and simple, they just probably got more eyes on them, and and it's more right. difficult. Well, like if you're a recruiter and you go and watch, you're not it. going out to Essendon. Um, the sorry, the Coolbinia Bombers where oh, I used correct. to play. Yeah. Correct. Right, and there might be a good player down there, but it's you can't get to every footy game. Every footy game happens on the same day. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, like they're so not they're going, out. they're going to the into school. Yeah, they, they're going to try and see as many good players as they can. Um, they're going to find they're going to find the diamonds in the rough still, though. It's just more difficult for the footy club to support them. That's all. Yep. All right. Oh yes. We're here, social media, that time of the show that we all wait for. And I mean, email emails with Dan. Is that what we're calling that segment? No, you no. read it. You send it, we'll read it. Yeah. That's 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 becoming, look, it's becoming quite a good segment. Yep. It's got um, nothing on social media. Should, should we start to, um, look, I know in the past. You want to amalgamate it. Yeah, in the past we did say, if you, if you send it, we'll read it. And that's for every single email. Perhaps we need to be a bit more picky. Well, just let us know. All right, yeah, unless, yeah, unless, yeah. We, we what give if, the people what, if, what they want. What if one day, and I don't want to put this out there actually just in case we do get stitched up, what if one week we literally have 75 emails and the podcast takes four hours because they've sent us, and the rule is we read them all. If that's what the people want, then <laughs> okay. we give it. All right, all right, social media. Okay, Candace Spag. Yeah, has sent through a few questions, but yeah. I did like this one part of the question. So ask about journos you dislike. I think we've covered that a little bit, but what do players think of segments like Roaming Brian? Oh, yeah, it's when he gets the microphone Roaming and he BT. Ro- roams around. But he interrupts interviews with other networks. Um, if you see if you see BT, and obviously now it's not happening because of COVID, but when it was happening and you saw him walking around with the mic, are you ducking to I, I avoid him? I would say him? a higher percentage of players dislike it than, than like it. Yep. But if you have the right attitude and a bit of brains about you, it can be quite fun and yep. you can go back at him quite – because it, it is the jovial and he's hanging a bit of shit on you but not really. Yep. If you can go back at him, he doesn't love it either. He, he's quite deflective when you go really? back at him. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I did that one. I got on Roman Brian once and yeah. I, I kind of just challenged him a little bit. Bristle. Yep. Um, you have to say you need to handle it, but not all players love it. No. Yep. Okay. Kalen 86. Do you think any other current players will make it to 300 games? Uh, I'm assuming that's West Coast. I'd say so. <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Gaff, uh, almost a shoe in. Almost a shoe-in. Genuinely. Um, at Jack Darling, likewise. Yep. They've played – they've missed barely any. Charlie's just looking up how many games they've both played after you've given me the stat of how many games I've played with Shannon Hearn. Gaff and Darling will be there 100%. Like yep. Almost like – if there's a betting market, go for your life. Yeah, all right. Uh, uh, at Ethan underscore first underscore of social media, you get a big tick, Ethan. Ethan underscore McCallisey. Don't, don't correct our <laughs> reading. Right? You just read the questions poorly. Question for both of you guys. Would you rather be an Olympic champion, a premiership, or a premier? See? <clears throat> you look stupid when you correct. <laughs> Would you rather be an Olympic champion or a premiership player and Norm Smith medalist? Uh, oh. I mean, you, you, I know what you're going to say. I've, you honestly, probably should have got the Norm Smith <laughs> There you go. You said I didn't have to. Uh, yeah, I should have got the Norm Smith medalist. So I wish I, I should know what one of these feels like. Yeah, I would. I would take Olympic champion. Would you believe? Yeah, I'd, I'd be the same. Jeez, oh, it would be. I just. I uh, yeah. I've said country. it before. It, 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 it's the only regret in my sporting life that I wasn't able to go to the Olympics yet. <laughs> yet. Um, maybe you could you could do ping pong um, or equestrian. No, table tennis is way too highly skilled. They all are. But if we're realistic, beach volleyball is one. Nah, you're cooked for that. That's incorrect. Um, and 
shooting is a skill that if you went and locked yourself away, at archery as well, yep. you went and locked yourself away every day. You just said, no family, nothing, yep. no work, don't have to get paid, don't have to eat, and you just trained shooting yep. for four years. You don't you can do it. You can do it for three years and qualify. I think you could probably do that. All right. Let's, let's both of us commit to 2032 going to Brisbane to compete in something. Okay. Um, I was looking for it, but I don't think it's here. Someone actually called me out and said on Backchat that mm. uh, in, 2000, in about 2014 on Squawk Talk, which was Backchat <laughs> before Backchat, uh, I said that I would compete in Tokyo 2020 with right. Butsy in the beach volleyball. Ah, where I, And it's where are you now? Yep. <laughs> uh, look... Uh, the men's competition just kicked off and we just missed out. Shame. At Morgan underscore Asho. My question, full stop. Mr. Eddie <laughs> Don't Maguire, need to read that. <laughs> we're going to read it. Sorry. Mr. Eddie Maguire proposed erecting the Ring of Steel around the MCG, although others have mentioned that Optus Stadium and WA is better suited at the current time to host the finals. What are your thoughts on this? And please get JK on the podcast. Uh, look, JK, um, look, we're going to need a sponsor to get JK on the podcast. Yeah. He's a man of the money. Yeah. And, right. and I've told that to people who's listened to me before. Look, he's a great guy, JK. Yeah. But we'll need to fund him. Yeah. So if anyone wants JK on the podcast, Charlie does. Charlie, go on. You can talk, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I'm just yeah, oh, he's got Dad's mic. <laughs> All right, so uh, between the two of you, this is, Her- this is Hernan Schofield. Hernan Schofield, wow, one hundred and seventy-nine games together. One hundred and seventy-nine. I only not. I, I played one hundred ninety-four. Yeah, pretty close. There was only fifteen games I didn't play with Shannon Hearn. Yeah, there you go. That's Charlie. Well hey, done, Charlie. That's very good. Round of applause. Clap, yeah, clap, if clap. it's Actually, not correct, I think one of these buttons is a round of applause. Just guess. No. I think it might be this one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shame. Okay. Oh. There you go. Round of applause. Very good, Charlie. Now, if that's wrong, you're never welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, the Ring of Steel around the MCG. I saw that from Eddie McGuire, and it was, it was. I think it was sledged quite heavily on on social media. Okay. I think it was. I don't know if it was a literal Ring of Steel. I think it was a virtual Ring of Steel. I don't think a virtual one. I think it's a Gated, one. no, a virtual like you know, like like not real, digital, so digital. Yeah, so yeah. it's not an actual steel ring. Yeah, is that correct? I'm just I'm asking. Are they, they going to put a fence up or not? Like an actual fence? Don't know. Okay. You know nothing about this story, <laughs> do you? Yeah, <laughs> no I'm surprised. You like you remind me of Butsy sometimes. You just got <laughs> no idea what's going on. Uh, now WA would be a better option, of course it would be. But if you got all all eight teams here for finals, would, would you be able to play? Would you be able to play them all at Optus Stadium? Maybe. You'd have to get them all in here and hub them. There, w- there was a rumour going around that uh, Joondalup Resort had been booked out by the AFL, but you're not going to get eight teams there. So I don't – I think that might have been a little yep. furfy. Maybe. Right. At Chris underscore underscore Healy underscore. I believe there's a double underscore in there. And Chris, I appreciate and acknowledge it. Scoey, you always said things are never as bad as they seem and never as good as they seem. West Coast right now in seventh. What's not as bad as the public sees and what's not as good as it seems for them? P.S. I miss Butsy. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I miss Butsy a bit too. He's coming back to WA. I'll tell you that. For good. You heard it here first, Backchat. Butsy is coming back. I'm sure onto Backchat, but he will be back in WA. Now, uh, West Coast right now in seventh, that's probably the bad. People look at West Coast and they think premiership team in premiership contention should be winning a lot more games than they are. They lost to North Melbourne. Um, who, yes, they're in okay form at the moment, but they're still close to the worst team in the comp. Uh, they've lost games by 100 points this year, two of them. that That's the bad, and they're in seventh. Mm. And, and for so long, yes. they're like the pack has been quite squished together, where seventh, if you win the next game and that and the teams above you lose, you can jump up to fourth. But I haven't really answered the question there. It's, the question is... I was just going to say, so now they're eight points down from sixth. It said what's not as good as it seems mm. is... Probably that. They're in seventh and people go, oh, well, they're, they're going to make finals. Potentially that's not as good as it seems at the moment. But on exactly the same flip side, what's not as bad as it seems is if they make finals, if they scrape in at seventh or eighth, they will be a team that the teams above them worry about. Yep. Sometimes a team scrapes in at seven or eight, um, haven't won a lot of games, um, and you know you're going to beat them. Yeah. Yep. West Coast won't be one of those teams. They will, as long as they get there, 
West Coast will challenge in finals. They are a good enough team. And on their day, they can beat anyone. Yeah. So that's where the that's where that not as bad as it seems comes in. Okay. Good question though. At chihuahua.biscuit.chili. We like that name. That's the that's the name of the show. You know, I actually looked at that profile as well. Yeah. It is literally a chihuahua's Instagram account. Great. Um, do AFL players have burner Twitter accounts? Look, I have known a few to have them. I've never had one. Yep. I'm pretty happy to say I what reckon, I think. How can you have? I just say what I think. Oh. I, I, and I'll get verbally abused. <laughs> like, like, why would I have a burner account? What would I need to say? With, with, yeah, I, mean? I don't know. I, I got... I got People just ringing me up and abusing me because of what I say on Twitter. So, no. Uh, Twitter, Twitter, yeah. Twitter. Uh, and, I, yeah, to be honest, I, I, I know I know a couple of current players who have in the past have had Twitter burner accounts. And, well, I, would and not, I will not be revealing it. Yeah, of course. And what, they're just responding to tweets on, like, say, West Coast tweets something. No, and then someone's like, oh, yeah. It's more It's more exactly what I just said. Like, now that I'm out of the footy club, I can say what I, I, can say what I want. I haven't always yeah, said right. what I want on Twitter. But I've never had a burner account. Yep. But if you're a player that does want to say what you want and you know you can't. You just need to get it out of there. Yeah. Yep. You want to respond to something. It's not about you. It's not, you know, oh, X player hasn't played well and then you get your burner account. And, yeah, no, he's a legend. I love him. <laughs> There's none of that. It's very Kevin Durant. It's, it's more just, yeah, just anything. Yeah, and you right. don't want to have the – Twitter is just like public scrutiny. is just brutal on there. And when you're in the public setting and you're in the public eye, sometimes you don't want that. Yep. Last one, social media. Jeez, it's been good. Melissa, 85. No underscore. It's disappointing to finish on that. <laughs> with Shannon Hearns, 300th this week, besides the premiership, what's one of your favourite moments with him? Have touched on this a little bit. Uh, touched on a little bit. Um, uh, maybe grand final. So the grand final, we were down five goals to nothing against Collingwood, and three of them were directly Shannon Hearn. Shannon Hearn turned two kicks over and dropped, uh, missed a tackle, and his play kicked a goal. Travis Varco kicked the first goal on him, yep. and he t- turned two kicks over. Uh, his ability to be able to refocus and get the back line refocused and for us to go on and win the game, that's the reason without it we would not have won the 2018 Premiership. You had fun today, mate? Yeah, it was good. You did? Can't Char- wait to go watch Charlie's. Charlie's stepped up. Yeah, big time. You need to go and buy him a microphone. If anyone right. would like to sponsor the show, mic. we've got mics apparently yeah, and we just haven't plugged it in. If anyone, anyone would like to sponsor the show for record, we're, we're, looking, we're, we're just on, a, on the soft lookout for sponsors. Now, if yep. anyone would like to get involved... You know how to get in touch. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. You can get us on Instagram, backchat underscore podcast, Twitter, backchat underscore pod, or on Reddit, r slash backchat podcast. See you there. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com <laughs> 